Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. And thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling, proudly brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound. We've got plenty to get through as far as news is concerned. But it's an exciting time here in Queensland right now with the Tab Constellations officially getting underway last Friday night. The feature racing at Reckliff. We return there this Saturday night. It's Cup night. It's that Group 1 two-year-old final night for Garrard's as well. And then it really starts to snowball from there. One man that has arrived safely. He was in the winner's circle on the weekend at Albion Park. And he's got a big role to play today at Albion Park for a number of reasons. It's Bathurst horseman Bernie Hewitt. And he joins us online now. Bernie, appreciate the time. Yeah, no worries, Chris. It's time to shine. The troops have arrived. Have they settled in well? Yeah, yeah. No, they're all settled in well, enjoying the warm weather. So, uh, yeah, them and me. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. I'm sure it is a lot warmer up here than uh, back home. Yeah, that's for sure. It's pretty nasty down there when I left. So, uh, yeah, it started off real wintry, but uh, it's improved since I left. So hopefully it does for all the folk back home. Yeah, too right. Let's talk about Rip. Uh, as we know, he's been invited for the Rising Sun. They've accepted the invitation. You're going to trial in between races today at Albion Park. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, he, uh, he hasn't had a trial since he, um, he last raced. So today will be his first trial back. And um, his work was uh, coming along real good before he left home. And um, he settled in here. We've been here a week now. And, uh, yeah, it's time to have a trial today. Okay. His last start was a Group 1 victory, one of two Group 1 wins he's already got uh, this season. That was in the APG final. He was super. 51-8 just ran them off uh, their feet in the end. Uh, how much improvement or difference, I should say, between back then, April 30 and now? Has he got bigger? Has he continued to develop? Um, he probably hasn't changed a lot. He's always been a big rangy type of horse anyway. Um so, no, I wouldn't say that he's developed more. Um, you know, he had a couple of weeks in the paddock after the last race and then had a few weeks sort of uh, easy work leading up to to some uh, stronger work. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's just ticking over and uh, said he hasn't really changed his looks or anything. So, um, um, you know, I said he's only had two weeks off. So, really, I, I don't think he lost a lot of fitness in that time and his work's been pretty good at coming along and... Yeah, he's had the trip up, but I've been happy with his work here since. So, uh, yeah, he should be pretty ready, pretty forward to go uh, today. And then, obviously, um, we'll take him to Redcliffe for a hit out on uh, Saturday night. Okay. Just with the trial today, what are you hoping to gain from that trial today? Do you want a serious trial? Is he just there for a look around? What sort of trial are you hoping for? Um, Not too serious. Um, Probably run him off the arm, just make sure he's nice and sharp and... um, you know, and just see what happens after that. But, um, you know, he hasn't got to break any records here today. And um, and then, you know, as long as I'm happy with his work today and then he'll step forward into the Redcliffe Derby on, on Saturday night. So uh, that's the plan, Chris. Yeah, it's a tidy trial, Phil, because Leap to Fame, another three-year-old that's been invited and accepted for the Rising Sun, he steps out as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, Grant's horse would be, um, I'd imagine, be similar. I don't know if he's trialled uh, leading into this, but uh, he's probably the same. Um, obviously, you want to give him a bit of a, a hit out, but uh, don't want to flatten him for, for the weekend. So, um, yeah, it would be interesting to see how the, the trial unfolds. 
Okay. Now, you've mentioned Saturday night. He'll go to Reckler for the derby. You've got the visitors draw there, gate six. Yeah, yeah. No, that seems to... Uh seems to have uh, cropped up a couple of times but um, you know you've got to deal with what's what's there and what's in front of you so um, um, obviously it's not ideal um, but as I say you know we've got to deal with it um, see what happens between here and there the trial today and and um, line up on Saturday night and um, yeah go from there really Chris and see how the race unfolds. How will he handle Reckliff Bernie as you said he's a big rangy guy Reckliff so uh, a unique track in its uh, in its shape. It's triangular, as you know. But how will he handle the track? Um, he seems to handle the, the half-mile track well at home. Um, training track. And um, he's had a few runs on half-mile track. So, you know, I'm sort of uh, hoping that that he uh, handles the, the track well. So, obviously, it's a bit of an unknown because he hasn't been there. So, it will be, a, be another chip and a, a hit-out for him. So... Yeah, time will tell how, how he handles the track. Hopefully, hopefully he has no troubles. Okay. Will that be his only start before the rising sun? Excuse me, I've got a plane. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that'll only be his only start leading into the rising sun at this stage. Yeah, that's what we're looking at anyway. Yeah. Okay, so he, he takes the same preparation as what Krug did last year going into the rising sun. Another horse that you're going to trial today at Albion Park is the uh, dual group one winner in dual melody, the, the filly uh, that looks so good. She's had the seven starts, four wins, three minors. She too is a last start APG winner back on April 30. What sort of trial do you want to give her today? Um, yeah, she, she'll, um, she's obviously against some older horses. She's probably only a two-year-old in that race, but um, drawing a little wide again. Um, like she'll she'll need a bit of a hit out um, to see where where she's up to. Um, I'm sure she'll be pretty fresh and pretty keen to to get on with it. But um, yeah, I, I don't want to obviously knock her around. But um, you know, I, I want to find out where she's up to. And uh, you know, as long as she hits the line pretty good, that's the main thing for for her. What does her program look like, Bernie? Um. We're still a bit undecided. Obviously, the Parfait Sodios um, in 10 or, 10 or 11 days' time is a, a, an option. Um, she will contest the heats um, of the two-year-old classic um, the week later on the Friday. So I think that's Friday fortnight. Um, so hopefully she can... Um, she'll, she'll definitely line up there. Just still not sure about the Parfait Sodios, just where she's up to. Um, and then later on, you know, obviously she makes the final of that. That's, that'd be great. And then later on, she'll be in the, the Phillies triad sort of in August. Uh, that's her main aim, of course. Okay, excellent. Uh, another one that you're trialling today. Looks like she's a pretty tidy mare, Winona Ryder. How do you rate her? Um, so I do sorry to take these planes off at the moment. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear them, but I can't hear anything. Um, yeah, so um, she she did a great job uh, last year, and um, you know, to her detriment, really, she she jumped from uh, you know a maiden, three year old went, went through to I think she's in the eighties rating. So um, it's very tough on her. Um, she's um, she's been hard one to, to teach how to race as well. So um, she she's just one of those horses that just jumped through her grades way too quick. Uh, only a very small uh, mare, but. Um, got a lot of heart, so she'll just have a trial today. She's drawn nice and soft on the back row, um, and then she'll um, 
uh, yeah, just look for a race for her uh, in preparation for, you know, to go into a qualifying race. Okay. So, just going back to, yep, I was just going to say, just going back to Saturday night, uh, Valerini, uh, she looked really good winning. PB time as well, 53.5. You would have been pleased with that. Yeah, well, that's that's the sort of uh, work she can do. She's been a, a while getting to uh, sorting out all her issues. Um, she she was a bad pacer early on in her career, and uh, but always had a great motor. And um, she's really starting to put it all together now. So um, you know, you could see what she did Saturday night, and and that's what she, the sort of thing she's been able to do in track work and for quite a while. And um, but just putting it all together is the thing with her. And uh, I think we've finally got her on on the right path now. So um, we're looking for bigger and better things at that mare. And make my members, he was terrific on Saturday night. Yeah, he's been super. Um, I sent him up a couple of weeks ago and Jem's been looking after him out of Jack Butler's there. And um, he's uh, he's really flying. He's, his work down at home was really good. A uh, few race starts he had in Sydney were great. Um, you know, and he's, his main aim when I... Um, of the Redcliffe Cup was to, to get him qualified for stands and, and make him eligible because I thought he, it might, might well and truly suit him this race. So uh, he's come up with a lovely barrier, barrier two on uh, Saturday night. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, he jumps cleanly and uh, he's in that race right up to his neck, yeah. All right, excellent. Two runners today. You've got race eight, number seven. Is it Duka? Uh Yeah, Duca, I think they call it. Duca. Duca, right. I'm glad I asked. Uh, tough draw, but can he be competitive here? Uh, probably not off that wide draw. He's drawn the widest barrier. Um, no, he's probably going to need more luck than that. So, uh, yeah, he'll probably be around for another day. Hopefully he'll draw a better barrier soon and be in the money. All right. And race 10, number nine, always thunder. Yeah, he's uh, he's drawn back row. Just not 100% happy with his, his work, but he's ready to have a uh, run. He's, he's looking great. So, um He'll probably pop three fence there and uh, anticipating that the one probably holds up and uh, hopefully he goes, runs a good race from, you know, midfield on the fence. All right, excellent. Well, exciting times, busy times, but uh, it's great that you're part of it and great to have you up here as always. So we look forward to seeing you trackside later today. No worries then, Chris. Thanks for that. There's Bernie Hewitt joining us, uh, champion guy, Bernie Hewitt. None better. And uh, he's got his star horses stepping out of the trials today, including Rip. Rip is a, an absolute beast, this three-year-old. As we know, he's getting set for the rising sun. He got the Redcliffe Derby on Saturday night. And he's just going to have a nice little quiet trial by the sound of it today between races here at Albion Park. And looking forward to seeing that two-year-old filly as well. Jewel Melody, already a, a dual Group 1 winner this season, just like Rip. But uh, she's only a, a two-year-old, but uh, she's a fine specimen. So we're looking forward to seeing both of those horses today. Let's catch up now with Nathan Dawson. He was in the feature race winner's circle on Saturday night with this very exciting three-year-old in Teddy Disco. And he's also going to be backing up on Saturday night. Nathan, good morning. Congratulations. Good morning, Chris. Thank you. Big moment not only for you, but for Sean and Michelle Grimsey as well. You've got a, a great three-year-old here in Teddy Disco. But importantly, by claiming that race, he was able to do the double. And as we now know, it's not easy, but he got the job done. He won the Group 1 two-year-old final, and now he's won the Group 2 three-year-old final. So it's a big effort. Yeah, it is. You know, it's a great effort by Sean and Michelle. So you know, all the credit goes to them. And, you know, I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of the ride. The most obvious question I've got to ask, you uh, 
you you won that race by a huge margin, a huge margin. Was he really, really good, or was the favourite really bad there on on Friday night? Um, yeah, I think it might have been a little bit of both, but you know, Teddy was pretty good. You know, there's horses chasing him. You know, that had easier runs, and you know, they couldn't get near him either. So. It was pretty good um, on Saturday night, so you know, only had to be as well. Yeah, it's always difficult to map these big races because things change at the blink of an eye. And that race on Friday night was no different. You had Gate Seven. I'm not sure what the mindset was, but it didn't really go to script in many ways, did it? No, not really. Um, you know, you never know what to expect in the in the bigger races, so. You know, it's hard to make a plan, but you kind of kind of drive it as it comes. We're the best way. At the presentation, you made a comment, and I thought it was interesting, where you said Bangkok DJ, who was the odds-on favourite for that final on Friday night, was untested, untried, you know, beyond, you know, the sprint trip. So that was something that you'd obviously thought of going into it, and you just thought once you were outside and you were going to make him earn it by the look of it. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, you go back and you, you have a look at him and you see what you think. But, you know, everyone knew how quick he was and, you know, how good he, a quarter he can run. So, but he'd never really been tested over, you know, a bit of pressure all the way. So, you know, that's probably really the only hope we had of beating him. Um, I, I didn't think I could out sprint him. Just with your guy then, Teddy Disco, he's named after the NRL superstar James Tedesco. Is he better at the sprint trips, or do you think he's better at a, a longer trip? No, he's pretty versatile. Um, you know, he's got speed there, and he's also can stay as well. Um, he's a pretty laid-back character, so he doesn't doesn't overdo himself. So you know, it doesn't really worry him. But I think this time in, he's he's starting to appreciate a bit of distance more so than as a two-year-old. Okay. Well, he rated good time there, uh, 56.8 for the 2,040 metres. The last quarter was only 30.3. Was he completely gassed at the line? Yeah, there wasn't much left in the tank. Um, yeah, but I'm sure he's a type of horse or something, you know, it comes at him, he always finds. So, as I said, he's pretty laid back and a bit of a lazy horse, so you got to work on him a fair bit, but he always finds when he has to. Okay. He'll back up on Saturday night in the derby where he's going to take on a rip amongst others. How do you think he'll be going week to week there? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll be good. Um, you know, the racer doesn't knock him around. He's a strong horse and carries good conditions. So, yeah, I'm not too phased about backing up um, next week. So, you know, fingers crossed. Were you happy with the draw, gate three? Yeah, I was actually. I'm, you know, really happy with the draw. Drew underneath rips, so... Yeah, he's got good gaze fit, as we all know, so and he's in good form. So, you know, things are looking promising for us. All right, well, that's a lot to look forward to uh, this coming weekend, Saturday night. I just wanted to ask about a few of your drives today as well. You've got a number of key drives, and your first one uh, is for Sean and Michelle Grimsey again. Race four, number six, Carter Grant. He's a promising type, isn't he, this youngster? Yeah, he is. Um He's progressing you know, really quickly. When he first uh, started, he was quite, you know, quite slow behind behind the eight ball. But you know, the more he races, the better he's getting. So he's uh, <clears throat> a bit a bit of bit of a surprise factor for us. Um, you know, the way he steps up every week. All right. Well, he's a son of Vincent, so we'll keep an eye out for him. Race four, number six. Probably your key drive today, when you're looking at the markets, is race five, number four, Bonnie Prince Louis. Did he jump a shadow there first up? 
Yeah, he did. He's a bit of an immature horse. Um, he's got plenty of ability, but um, don't know if his head's all there yet. So, but we'll change a few things on him, and uh, fingers crossed for today that there might be a few clouds around. <laughs> Fair enough. It looks very clear at the moment, so fingers crossed that continues. But is this a race that he can 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 he dominate? He's expected to dominate when you look at his price. Yeah, he's trialled pretty good, and we've been happy with him. Um, you know, he, he's better this week than he was last week, even though he had that little bit of a mishap. So, you know, I think it's his type of race, um, and he's probably going to have to do something silly again to get beat. Okay. Race seven, number three, he's on the buzz. He's been, uh, been behind this guy his past couple of starts. It looks fairly open, but he could be competitive here. Yeah, it's an open type of race. Um, you know, I was very happy with him two starts ago when he run third to some quality horses. Last start is probably a bit plain, but comes up with a better draw today, so hopefully we can make the most of it. All right. Flying Art in race eight, number six. Terrific effort last time out against a Danger Zone cover girl. Can he take this race today? I reckon it's a good race for him. Um, you know, as you know, he's got good gate speed and it's probably the right type of race to use it. So I'm pretty confident going into today with him. All right. 2,138 metres. He ran at that trip last time out. Is he better suited at the mile or is he versatile? Um, no, I think he's pretty versatile. Um, you know, before he come up to Queensland, he used to have a bit of a pulling problem, but he's settled down pretty good now and you know, I'm not too worried about over distance now. All right. And in the final race today, you're driving my ultimate Billy. We all know you've got a great rapport with either Jared or Ricky Elgin when you sit behind their horses. This guy, he looks he looks pretty good. His record overall sharp, and he's had a couple of trials in preparation. But you run into Mr. Ibiza, who's got the inside gate. But are you confident going into this race today? Yeah, I am. Um, you know, he's a pretty good horse, and Jared reckons it could be one of his better ones. Um, so, you know, it's good to have confidence from the trainer. And as he said, like, his record's pretty good, and you know, he comes up with a handy game as well. All right. Well, a couple of good drives there today. Really appreciate the time today. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Nathan Dawson joining us. So fresh out of that uh, Group 2 victory with Teddy Disco. He'll be back behind Teddy Disco in the derby on Saturday night at Redcliffe. So we look forward to seeing Nathan in action later today. A couple of key drives there. Adam Sanderson was in the, uh, the winner's circle across the weekend. He's got a number of key drives today as well. He joins us. Adam, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you? I'm really well. I've got to ask, and I'm really keen to pick your brain about, hold on to your bling, this two-year-old who's going to be one of the key players in the Group 1 $100,000 final on Saturday night. He was able to get the job done well there on the on Friday night. Were you happy with the way he attacked the line? Yeah, I, I was stoked with his run. He, um, you know, he, he got out of the gate good and, and travelled good sort of throughout and then um, gave a nice kick at the top of the straight and then uh, he sort of dawdled the last little bit, but he um, he wasn't tired. It was more just a you know a bit of um, concentration thing. Well, many were expecting this series to be dominated by Tardelli. Uh, he was able to win his heat, and he won by a huge margin, as we know. But when you break it down, you both recorded the same time, fifty-eight seven overall for the seventeen eighty. But sectionally, your guy was home in fifty-six seven twenty-seven nine. Tardelli got home in fifty-eight five. Uh, you were holding off or running away from for dear life, uh, or for real life, I should say, who looks pretty sharp. And he was running away from Odin's Black Crows and Foxy Five. 
You've now got gate six for this final on Saturday night. He's got gate seven, the inside of the second row. Is it a case now of game on for this final? Yeah, look, it um, it's certainly, um, you know, makes things a lot more interesting. Um, you know, it, it looks like we can hopefully sort of be in front of him and um, that's probably going to be the key because, you know, what he's done so far has been impressive. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll give him a race and then hopefully on the night we're good enough. Yeah, well, I think it is going to be a race now, no doubt, uh, since that barrier draw was done yesterday. Your other winner there on uh, on Friday night was the showcase final, Artful Mate. I'm sure you won a heat of this series or you ran uh, a really good race last year. So she was able to get the job done this year and she's been a really good mare for a long period of time now. Yeah, she she just, you know, keeps keeps bouncing back. You know, she, she won the heat and last year and then... Um, no, I, I could could have drove her in the final, but I, I chose something else and, and was lucky enough to win it last year and then win it again this year was, you know, a big thrill. And especially for Dale, you know, he's, he's given me a few drives over the years and um, it's a, definitely a nice race to win for them, them type of horses. OK, so you're making this race your own now. So you've won it the last two years. Yeah, yeah, I think they've, they've had it two years and I've won it both times. So, um, you know, next year I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, job well done to both Richard and Dale March with that mare. She's been a ripper. Her time was good as well. Not quite at the track record, but it wasn't far off. I think it was, what, 58-7 for the, the 1780 stand there on, on Friday night? Yeah, yeah. No, they, they stepped and run, and, and, it, and it felt quick too. You know, um, you know, she lucky her manners were on key, and she, she put herself in the right spot and, and got a beautiful run. And I just say, uh, Dale and Richard, they, they have their horses prime. So, you know, I was pretty confident in the run. All right. A couple of others that I wanted to ask about last Friday night. Some moment, somewhere. He had that tough draw on paper. Um, that was in the patron's purse, the four- and five-year-old feature. Uh, his winning sequence came to an end. He finished eight, beaten only 12 metres. But I'm, I'm sure you weren't disappointed with the run. Oh, I thought his run was terrific. Um, you know, off the track, and, and it, they sort of only run, you know, a good 600 metres. You know, the race was pretty boring, really. We probably sort of, uh, you know, maybe put him into it or, or um, made the race a bit more interesting. But, you know, that's that's how we chose to drive him. And he got a little bit too keen and sort of just undone himself. So uh, we'll, we'll look forward to the next couple of weeks and, and I'm sure we'll see a, an even better version. Yeah, no doubt. Just hopefully a little bit more luck with Barry Draw. So he's got the, the Queensland Sun and then hopefully the Rising Sun. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a great couple of weeks, you know, building into um, these main races. So... Can't wait and looking forward to it. All right. And Wee Man Trouble in the Trotters Cup. Uh, gallant run off that big handicap, 30 metres, running second behind Majestic Harry. Big tick yeah, of approval I, there. I thought he was terrific. You know, um, you know the Graham horse sort of in front. Um, Brittany sort of drove it, you know, the key race. She sort of went a good tempo where, where nothing made a move and was able to sprint at the right time. And um, For him to get as close as he done, um, I thought he was, his run was, you know, as good as his, his last few wins. All right, before I talk about today, looking ahead, Saturday night, a couple of key drives. Race three, number four, Sporty Dancer, in that mare's feature. She's low-flying, but it's a high-quality field. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, it's time for her to step up and, and see where she um, she ranks against these, you know, fillies and mares. So um, it'll, it'll be a good line, you know, looking forward to the next few weeks. All right, another statement comes out of the patron's purse last week. He's going to start in the Cup Consolation. If he stabs, he looks very hard to beat. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to actually watch that replay. I'm not sure how he went, but um, 
you know, that's that's the key if he steps. So I think he's it looks a winnable race for him. So um, you know, fingers crossed he can he can bring his A game. All right, the Reckliff Cup is worth a hundred thousand dollars, a group one race for the first time this weekend. You've won it before, five card draw springs to mind quickly. Are you likely to pick up the drive on LL Cool J? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, Nathan Dawson drove it last up, so um, and he went good. So I'm not 100% sure. I haven't talked to um, you know Vicky and Shane yet. So um, whatever they come up with, I'll I'll be happy either way. Yeah, it'd be a good drive to get. Yeah, uh, the horse is good. He he done a lot of work last week and, and wasn't far away in the finish. So um, he's previous Redcliffe Cup winner. So if I can pick that up, that'll be um, that'll be a bonus. Okay. Now, a couple today that I wanted to ask about. Race two, number one, she's a chance. If she steps, is she good enough to win that race? Is that the key? She's just got to step? It, it definitely looks winnable. Um, you know, the manners are the key. She she didn't want to be there last week, and, and that showed at the start. So um, hopefully, um, you know, she brings her A game. She is certainly capable, but, um, you know, it's, it's these trotters, young trotters, and, um, you know, it's just going to be after 50 metres, you'll know your fate. Yeah, she is only a three-year-old filly. Race four, number one, short leg Sue, uh, is today going to be her day? Four placings from five starts. Will today be her birthday? Uh, it certainly looks like she's she's sort of found the race where um, hopefully she can she can lead and dictate. I think that's the key. Um, you know, she sort of lacked a little bit of speed, and she's taken a sit the last two times and in in sort of just just gone down narrow margins. So if she can bowl along in front and, and be happy doing that, I, I think she'll be the one to beat. Okay, race seven, number uh, five here, Mr. Cautious. I think he's a terrific chance. Past couple of runs, I think, have been okay. Uh, speak the truth, he ran into him in the Breeders' Classic two starts ago, and sectionally, I thought he was good last start. He just needs that little bit of a trip, so if he gets it, the pressure's on you just to provide that, but if, if he gets it, can he win? Uh, you know, I, I, I would like to hope he can, but um, he's sort of, you know, he's one of those horses, he, he finds it hard to win for some reason. He, he doesn't like... Yeah. Um, Putting that nose out at the right time. So um, his last run was sectionally was real good. He uh, he got back and, and made up some real good ground. So um, it sort of looks an even race. So as you say, if he if he can get the right trip, um, I'm sure he'll be in it. Can you be the magic man with Copperfield in race nine today? Yeah, he's probably he's probably in the same boat. You know, he finds it finds it hard to win sometimes, but um, he's he's always thereabouts. And uh, if he can get that luck, he he probably finish off as good as any. All right. Well, appreciate the time. Uh, hopefully there's more big race success for you over the next couple of weeks during the carnival. But I really appreciate it. We'll see you trackside. No worries, Chris. Thanks very much. There's Adam Sanderson joining us. So he's got a number of key drives today. And it looks like uh, that book is starting to fill there on Saturday night for Redcliffe Gold Cup night. So uh, that uh, that two-year-old race, you know, many were expecting it to be a, a one-horse uh, race with Tardelli, but... Now, he's got that uh, tricky draw, the inside of the second row. I'm sure there's a few connections, including the connections of hold on to your bling. Might be just be a little bit more confident now. And uh, as I said, sectionally, he was probably a little sharper than Tardelli, believe it or not. But as we know, Tardelli won by, by here to Sydney. So it was a huge winning margin for that youngster. We've got a racing commitment pressing. Racetrack Ralphie is about to join us now just to go through his best bet. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. What have you found for us today? You're on a hot streak, so can it continue? Yeah, well, I'm pretty confident it can. Um, we're looking at race eight, number six, Flying Art. Now, he's a former Victorian pacer. And he's been a good fit for racing in Brisbane and probably more so uh, for the Donnie Smith stable. 
he boasts a good uh, record at the creek, and that includes two wins. Uh, he does look uh, hard to beat in this lineup today, as he gets the front row draw, and as uh, Nathan uh, pointed out earlier, he also possesses really good gate speed. The only concern could be the distance uh, over the 2138, uh, but most of his form here has been over the 1660. But having said that, last start he was an excellent third, and that was behind a couple of genuine winter carnival players in the three-year-olds uh, Danger Zone and Cover Girl. So I think you'll go very close here today. We go race eight, number six, flying up. All right, the best bet in the last leg of the quarter as well, so we might be able to go a little shorter there because some of those other legs look a little bit difficult. So race eight, number six, flying up. That's our best bet. That's it, Chris. Excellent. Well, the carnival's upon us now. It started last Friday night, so over the next couple of weeks, we've got some great racing. It's a really strong card today. Appreciate your tip today with race eight, number six. We'll see you trackside. Chris.